0: Chapter 6 of Toto the Bustling Beaver. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Toto the Bustling Beaver by Richard Barnum. Toto and the Burglars. Now the tramps who had built the shack of bark in the woods knew nothing about beavers and their ways. The tramps did not know that when a beaver whacks his tail on the ground it means danger from a falling tree, or from something else. But the tramps in the shack, toward which was falling the tree, Toto and Sniffy had gnawed down. These tramps heard the queer whacking sounds, and they knew that they had never heard them before so some of them, who were not as lazy as the others, ran out to see what it meant. One tramp looked up and saw the tall tree swaying down toward the bark shelter. The tramp did not know that two little beaver boys had, all alone, gnawed down the big tree. But the tramp could see it falling. Come on, get out, everybody out of the shack, cried the tramp who saw the falling tree everybody out the whole woods are falling down on us of course that wasn't exactly so it was only one tree that was falling and the same one which toto and sniffy had gnawed down but the tramp who called out was so excited he hardly knew what he was saying and as soon as the other tramps some of whom were sleeping in the bark shack heard the calls they came running out some rubbing their eyes they were hardly awake. They had been asleep in the daytime, too, the daytime when all the beavers were busy. Come on, come on, get out, everybody out, yelled the tramp who had first caught sight of the falling tree. As soon as the others knew what the danger was, out they rushed also, and then they all stood outside the shack and to one side and watched the tree crash down right on top of the bark cabin crashed the tree there was a splintering of wood a breaking of branches a big noise and then it was all over for a few minutes the tramps said nothing they all stood looking at the fallen tree that had crushed their home in the woods well exclaimed several of the men it's a good thing we got out in time growled one tramp I should say so, exclaimed another. Lucky you saw it coming, he added to the tramp, who had called the warning. Did someone chop the tree down? asked a third tramp. No, I guess the wind blew it, said a fourth. There isn't enough wind to blow a tree down, decided the first tramp, who had red hair. Of course we know it wasn't the wind that blew the tree down. It was Toto and Sniffy who gnawed it and made it fall but the tramps were too lazy to go and see what had caused the tree to topple over they just stood there and looked at their crushed house it will be a lot of work to build that up again said one tramp she's smashed flat build it up again i'm not going to help build it up said another it's too hard i'm tired of this place anyhow let's move off to another woods maybe we can find a place near a chicken yard and we can have all the chickens we want let's move away now that our house is smashed yes let's do that cried some of the other tramps and those ragged men were so lazy that they did not want to go to the trouble of building a home for themselves perhaps they thought they could go off into the woods and find another already built Anyhow, they stood around a little while longer. One or two of them picked up ragged coats and hats that were in the ruins of the hut, and some took old cans in which they heated soup. That was all they had to move. Well, come on, let's hike along, said the red-haired tramp. With hardly a look back at what had been a home for some of them for a long time, the tramps walked away through the woods. Toto and Sniffy, hiding in the bushes watched the ragged men go look what we did said sniffy to his brother yes we cut down a tree but we didn't mean to make it fall on the house where the tramps lived said toto anyhow they're going away and that's a good thing for us went on sniffy now we won't have to make the dam so strong nor move away ourselves that's so agreed toto i didn't think about that why sniffy we really drove the tramps away didn't we yes answered his brother we did don the dog will be glad to know this went on toto i guess he'll wish he had helped drive the tramps away himself come on let's go back and tell dad and mr cuppy about cutting down the tree and smashing the tramps cabin mr beaver cuppy and all the others in the colony, were much surprised when Toto and Sniffy told what had happened. Almost all the grown animals, and certainly every one of the boys and girls, went out to see the fallen tree and the smashed cabin. "'Well, you did a lot to help us,' said Cuppy to the two brothers. "'But we can't use that tree in the dam.' "'Why not?' asked Toto. "'Cause it fell the wrong way. It would be too much work to dig a canal to it, and float it to the dam. It would be easier to cut down another tree, but I don't know that we shall need any more as long as the tramps have moved away. We need not make our dam any bigger now.' "'Are all the tramps gone?' asked Toto's mother. "'Yes, every one,' answered Cuppy. He was a wise old beaver, and he knew none of the ragged men were left near what had once been their shack of bark.' So that was another adventure Toto had, driving away the tramps, and if I had told you, at first, that two little beavers, not much bigger than small puppy dogs, could make a number of big, lazy men move, you would hardly have believed me, but it only goes to show in what a strange way things happen in the woods. Now that it was not needful to make the dam bigger, the beavers turned to other work, Some of the canals they had dug had become filled up at a time when there was too much rain, and the banks had caved in. Some of the beavers began to clear out these canals. Others mended holes in the dam, and still others cut down and brought to the pond tender branches of trees on which grew soft bark for the small beaver children to eat. Everybody in the beaver colony had work to do. There was not a lazy one among them, and toto and sniffy worked as hard as any they had time to play too and i'll tell you about that in another chapter or two just now i want to speak about another wonderful adventure that happened to toto the little beaver boy was growing larger now he was quite strong for his size and he was growing wiser every day often he went off in the woods alone to hunt for tender bark or perhaps for some berries he liked to eat One day Toto was walking along near a canal he had helped to dig. He was thinking of Don and wishing he might meet the nice dog again and tell him about the tramps being driven away. And Toto was also thinking of the little girl with the red mittens whose skate had come off on the ice. Then, as Toto stepped from the woods into a little clearing, or place where no trees grew, he saw something big, "'bigger than a thousand beaver houses made into one. "'I wonder what that is,' thought Toto. "'It looks something like the shack the Tramps had in the woods, "'but it is much nicer. "'I wonder if it is a house.' "'And then as Toto, hidden behind a bush, watched, "'he saw a little girl and an old lady come out of the house, "'for such it was, and walk away through the woods on a path.' why why exclaimed toto to himself that's the same little girl i saw on the ice only she's different now she hasn't any red things on her paws of course toto thought the little girl's hands were her paws and the red things were her mittens but as it was summer now she did not wear mittens it really was the little girl who had been skating that toto now saw come out of the house in the woods the little girl had come to get her grandmother and take her for a visit to the little girl's house toto stayed hiding under the bush until the little girl and her grandmother were out of sight then just as he was about to travel on he heard some voices coming from behind a big stump and somehow or other toto seemed to know those voices carefully he looked up over the top of the bush now's our chance said one of the voices Though of course, Toto did not know what the words meant. Now's our chance. The old lady and the little girl have gone out. Now we can break into the house and take whatever we want. Yes, we might as well be burglars while we're at it, said another voice. We can't get any work, so we'll take things that other people work for. And then, to the surprise of Toto, he saw bobbing up from behind the stump some of the very same ragged tramps that had gone away when the tree smashed their shack they were now near the home of milly's grandmother i heard there was some jewelry in that house said the red-haired tramp we can take it and sell it and then we can buy good things to eat that's right said the black-haired one we'll break in and get the jewelry nobody's at home to stop us And then and there, as Toto watched, the bad tramps went toward the house to take the little girl's grandmother's jewelry. Oh, if Don were only here now! End of chapter 6 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida